What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 605 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have a great question today from Pete, but before we get to Pete's question, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is ZipRecruiter.com. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job, a description of a job that you're trying to fill in the business that you own, you're trying to grow your team. Uh, you can post that job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks, with a single click. You can find candidates in any city, industry, uh, nationwide, and um, you'll get qualified candidates. ZipRecruiter will tell you exactly who is qualified for that position you're trying to fill. There's no juggling emails, no calls to your office or anything like that. Uh, they will they will quickly screen candidates for you, and uh, you can hire the right person fast. And You can check out why over 800,000 businesses have used ZipRecruiter. So check it out. Go to ZipRecruiter dot com slash pat and uh, you could try it out for free ziprecruiter.com slash pat all right now here's today's question from pete hey pat my name is pete matthew i live in the uk and i'm the creator of a site called meaningfulmoney.tv which is a personal finance education and inspiration website i began five years ago doing short videos explaining the different concepts of personal finance and then inspired by you and by michael hyatt and others i began my own podcast in late 2012 it's doing really well i'm getting an excess of 20,000 downloads per month across 130 episodes um but my question to you is how do i get those people who consume my podcast to come back to the website where I can build my list. My list is currently only about 600 people. They're fairly engaged, but obviously I'd love that list to be more. Um, is it because I'm not creating much content other than the podcast? Should I be writing more? Um, how do I convert podcast listeners to website visitors? Currently, I'm getting about 1,700 uniques per month to the website. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, Pat. Thank you so much for all you do. You continue to be an inspiration to me this side of the pond. I particularly loved the You versus You podcast movement keynote. So more of that stuff, please. Fantastic. Thanks so much. Cheers. Hey, Pete, what's up? Thank you so much for the question today. I, I really appreciate it. Thanks for the comments on my keynote at Podcast Movement. I uh, truly look forward to going there next month uh, in a couple of weeks, actually, uh, from the date of this podcast episode going live. Hopefully, I'll see you there and everybody else out there who's going to be visiting Chicago uh, after the 4th of July. So re really looking forward to that. Now, related to your question, so the question, how do you get people who listen to your podcast to get onto your website and hopefully obviously get them onto your list and provide more value to them turn them into customers raving fans and whatnot this is a very important question because a lot of us i know we have podcasts and um we aren't re really doing much to get those people onto our websites we just assume that they're going to go there and you share the numbers twenty thousand downloads a month and you're having about 1700 visits to your website and i think that could massively be improved and there are a number of ways to do that so the first thing you need to know is you need to provide some reason to come to your website for those who are listening. Now, there's a little bit of difficulty there because a lot of people listen on the go, and that's kind of the benefit of listening to a podcast is you can consume content without having to be in front of your computer. Now, people will be consuming content on their mobile device, and yes, their mobile device can gain access to your website, but again, you need some sort of incentive or reason for that listener to come onto your website. So there's a lot of different reasons that you can provide. The first reason, and kind of the one that uh, should be most obvious, is the show notes. So handy links and resources that were mentioned in that episode available on the website, and you wanna kind of train your audience or make it really easy for them 
to get on your website. So for me, for example, for each episode of the Smart Passive Income podcast, I have show notes related to that episode. Uh, for example, episode 121 is smartpassiveincome.com slash session 121. Episode uh, 205 is smartpassiveincome.com slash session 205. And I keep track of those through Pretty Link, which is actually the tool, the WordPress plugin that creates those nice short links that redirect directly to that particular episode. Now, if I could do it all over again, I would probably just have the number, not the session and then the number, but I started out that way and I just, that's how I initially trained my audience and um, that's how the rhythm is uh, now. But Amy Porterfield does amyporterfield.com slash 49, amyporterfield.com slash 52, those sorts of things. And that just makes it really easy for her audience to go back to the website. And again, two parts here. You wanna make some reason to go to the website and you want to make it easy. So that, that makes it easy. And the show notes, the resources, having helpful links there uh, is, is one sort of primary reason people might want to come to the website. But there are other things you can do too. Providing some incentive or download that people can get access to related to a particular episode is very, very helpful. This is something that by far Amy Porterfield, again, does better than uh, a lot of others. Uh, Tim Page from uh, Lead Pages. He runs a show called Conversion Cast. Lead Pages does the same thing. They bring people who listen to the podcast onto their site because they give away certain things. And they give away certain things in exchange for an email address. So not only are you getting web traffic back to your website, but you're also getting email subscribers. And so that is also something to think about, Pete, when, well, what happens when people come to your website? Well, you want them to subscribe and that will grow your list. And, and that is great. So you can use lead pages to del deliver those lead magnets uh, or, or some other tool that you might have. People subscribe to your email list and on the first follow-up message, they might get access to that, uh, to that download. So that's another incentive for people to come to your website. Another one is to leave comments and participate and discuss. This is one that works very well, especially when there's some sort of contest involved. And I found that when I'm on uh, an interview with a guest, and that guest has something to give away. Uh, they often require that guest, or we we talk about it on the show, but we get that person to leave a comment in order to gain entry to potentially win a prize or some sort of giveaway or, or, or a drawing of some kind. And that always brings people back to the website, and that's enough incentive. And again, making it really easy for people to do that, to do that uh, will, will definitely drive traffic to your website. And lastly, if you have a list already, I would definitely email your list when you come out with a new episode. Yes, they're gonna get a subscription, or hopefully they will have subscribed to your show and will get that show automatically pumped into their uh, device, whatever device they use, to listen to your show. But you can also send out an email to your existing list. These are people who have pretty much given you permission to send them information uh, and notifications like this. And so send them that email, bring them back to the website, put a link in there, to the show notes and the resources um, and any sort of additional value that you could provide in there, that, that would be great, uh, especially if there's some sort of call to action. Um, but yeah, that's that's really the the four, was it four, three or four things that you could do to, and, and they're not that difficult either, but that's how you get people to take action from the show when they're listening to your website where they can then take action, subscribe, and go down the funnel that way. So Pete, thank you so much for your question. I really appreciate it. We're gonna send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here in the show. Thank you so much. And thank you to everybody else out there who's asking questions. I appreciate it. If you have a question that you'd like here on the show, uh, just head on over to askpat.com and I might select your question just like we did with Pete today. And I would send you a t-shirt free of charge. And uh, yeah, doesn't matter where you're at. Um, we'll send it over the pond for you, Pete. 
Also, uh, I want to mention that FreshBooks is a company that has also sponsored this episode. FreshBooks is an amazing company that helps you manage your business finances, and that's, this is something that uh, is obviously very important. But you might not know when you're first starting out, and you want to make sure you get with the right software to help you keep your books and manage your finances and give you all the reports that you need for tax time and also help you with the invoicing that you do if you have any students or clients or companies that you consult with. Uh, it just makes it really, really easy. So I highly recommend checking out FreshBooks. To do that for free for 30 days, go to freshbooks.com slash askpat and make sure you enter askpat in the how did you hear about us section. Again, that's freshbooks.com slash askpat and enter askpat. Thanks so much. I appreciate you. And here's a quote to finish off the day by none other than Steve Jobs. And that is, be a yardstick of quality. Some people aren't used to an environment where excellence is expected. Keep being excellent, everybody. Cheers. See you in the next episode.